Savior and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. Let's think about the man who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And give our love and praise to him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let's give our love and praise to him. He is our Savior and our This more that leads to life. So very few on this way, but it is the way that leads to life. So very wide is the gate and broad the way that leads to death. So many. They forsake the Lord and walk to their death. Now I am taking my cross. I'm following Jesus. I don't mind losing my life to suffer for Him. It's a sacrifice. Losing and suffering and I often ask myself why I'm all alone on this narrow way. I see the crowd over there following the way. Ways of this world, there are so few of us on this narrow way, the way to life. Not so many of us have chosen this way to serve the Taking my cross, I'm following Jesus. I don't mind losing my life to suffer for Him. It's a sacrifice, losing and suffering and dying for my Taking my cross and following Jesus, 
I don't mind losing my life to suffer for him. It's a sacrifice. I'm losing and suffering and dying. It's time to take up your cross and follow Jesus. And don't mind losing your life to suffer for him. It's your sacrifice. Losing and suffering and dying. Now I am taking my cross and following Jesus. I don't mind losing my life to suffer for him. It's a sacrifice, losing and suffering and dying for my Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand to the Lord. Thank Him. Bless Him. For He is a good God. He has done what no man could ever do. He has given us what no man could ever give unto us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your awesome presence here. Thank you that you have gathered us in your presence. Speak to us, Lord. Minister your grace into our spirits. Let us hear your words. Let our hearts receive your presence. Take away any hindrance. Take away any obstacle. Take away anything that will hinder us from hearing and receiving your word. We welcome you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Wow. I've enjoyed the service so far. And I feel that God has spoken to me even before the preaching. I don't know about you. But that's what church is. Sometimes you may come to church and the preaching doesn't work for you. It's the songs. Something in the music. Something in the administration. is what will make the difference. It's just like going to a restaurant. Sometimes you go to a restaurant, the food doesn't work, but maybe the drink is nice. The main meal was not good, but the appetizers were nice. And the dessert was meh. Sometimes it happens like that. You see, yeah. But often you want to get the whole package. Is that not so? Hallelujah. But I believe God is going to speak to us for a short time that we have to be in his presence this morning. Hallelujah. Are you sure you are in church? Are you happy to be in church? Ah, what a blessing to see all of you. Some of you I've not seen you in a, in a while.
but I believe that God has been looking after you. Amen. 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 Last week, I started, well, not started, I, 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 <laughs> I started to talk about uh, why you and I must take up our crosses. And it is in the series that we began a couple of weeks back, three weeks or so, or four weeks or something like that. And um, probably this will be the last in the series. So, yeah, we will continue. We can't finish everything we start. Every topic cannot be finished. Yeah, because if we say we want to do that, it's like uh, one year for every subject in the Bible, you see. But we are blessed nonetheless. Why you must take up your cross. Everybody has a cross. Last week I was talking about it. And if you're not here last week, you missed out. So I'm just going to recap. I'm going to recap on the points so that... I don't take much time. The first point I gave you was that you must take up your cross because the cross has the power to put away sins. All of us struggle with sin. The world is living in sin. Sin is now glorified. Yeah. And we should be very careful. You see the song Narrow Gate and then the Broad Gate. Narrow is the way that leads to life. And broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be that go thereby. Many people have chosen the broad way because it's all good. It's all right. It's all good. It feels right. You see, when you live on earth, And everybody who is sitting here this morning, if you have at the back of your mind that you want to do what you feel like doing, you are in danger. And many people, it's not just a feeling, it is a way of life. You do what you want to do. Be careful. Yeah. Freedom is very deceptive. The the fact that you you, you have the right to your choices doesn't mean you can do anything you want to do. That is why you can't take somebody's life. See, if somebody has done something and the person angers you and you, are, you, you feel like doing something, if, you, if it occurs that you should kill the person, you don't have the right to kill. Right. Because that person has a right to live. Yeah. So you see, your freedom has boundaries. But many of us don't understand it. So we go overboard. We go overboard. You have the right to choose who you marry. But you don't just go out like that and choose. You have the right to choose the job you want to do. But you don't just go and do any job. That's why you can't be a a prostitute. That's why you can't be a drug dealer. That's why you can't be an arm robber. That's why you can't be a 419 froster. Do you understand? The fact that somebody sees it as a job doesn't make it convenient for you. Yeah. We have rights, but our rights have boundaries. And it is only when we who say we believe in the Lord understand that we come under authority and that we can't do things anyhow. 
let me i'm warming up so let me just give you the points the last week's points and then i go to my 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 fourth point yeah so you must take up your cross because the 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 cross has the power to put away sins when we understand what the cross of jesus means you become afraid of sin some of you you live sinfully and pleasurably without fear yeah you should be careful you should be careful careful now number two take up your cross because the cross has the power to make you die to sin and to live in righteousness yeah some of you are very alive to the sinful nature and you are dead into right, to righteous things. No. Hmm. Point number three. Uh, last week I preached about it. So those of you who are not here, go and listen to the podcast. I want to just give you the points and then I'll go to point number four, five, six. And then we end. Point number three. The cross... Why you and I must take up the cross? Because the cross has the power, or the cross has power that is able to make people not to live for themselves. Selfishness is one of the killers of the world. Yeah. What if life is about only what you want? Some some of you, eh, you've had parents who have made sacrifices for you. I was telling you last week, some mothers don't do their hair every week. But you see ladies who are being looked after, who don't work, who don't earn income, who want to do their hair every week. Yeah. Some of your mothers have never celebrated birthday in a restaurant. By you, at this age of your life. You take people to the restaurant to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, you have preferences. Yeah, good restaurants. Yeah. It's all right. Ding, ding, ding. It's all right. Yeah. Some of you, the reason why your parents have never bought land is because they have, they have to look after you. Their income was small. They are thinking of food, clothing, school little things they can't they can't invest and today when you are blessed you 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 look down upon them you are even shy to bring people to your home yeah we've seen things in the world though it's a spirit of selfishness evil yeah go and listen to last week's message give the lord a smile All right. So I'm going to point number four. Number five and number six. And I think three points is enough for this morning. Don't you think? Are you fasting? Are you people, when you are quiet, are you doing Muslim fast or something? Hey, be careful. (laughs) I'm not feeling you this morning. (laughs) Hey. Some people have started fasting. Somebody says that, uh, my neighbor says that we should join them to fast. Hey. Christian brother, your neighbor says you should join them to fast. You are fasting. Okay, go ahead. God is waiting for you. Oh! 
Okay. I'll share a testimony. Let's go on. Point number four. I'm continuing from last week. Point number four this morning is that the cross releases power that enables people to crucify the world to themselves. You didn't understand it. Let me repeat it and explain it. You see, the cross of Jesus, which has given us salvation and a new family, it releases power that enables us, you and I, to crucify the world. You see, if we don't Though we live in this world, we have to understand that there are things in this world that we should not indulge ourselves in. Love not the world. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. Verse 15. 1 John 2, 15. Love not the world. Though you are in the world, the Bible says, love not the world. Is that not so? Neither the things that are in the world. If any man or woman love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So those of you who love the world, be careful. What does it mean to love the world? For all that is in the world, the last of the eyes... Verse 16, brother. For all that is in the world, the last of the flesh. Some of you, this your body, it go kill you for here now. This flesh. You like come too much. Hey! You live in the flesh. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that live, that walk in the spirit, not after the flesh. So when you are in the flesh, you are condemned. For God came not to condemn the world, but through the world, that the, the, the world might be saved. Yeah. So all that is in the world, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, the things we see. This world is a very wild place. You can be corrupted. And the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. I will explain it. Let me give you another scripture. Write scriptures. I'm giving you points. Those of you who don't like reading the Bible, write. Go and read them. Galatians chapter 6, verse 14. Look at this one. Galatians 6, 14. One of my favorite books in the Bible is Galatians, the book of John. Galatians. The book of John. I like Genesis. I like Galatians. I like John. Yeah. These three books. If you read them, you can make it to heaven if you don't know anything else. I'm telling you. Yeah. You know only Genesis. All the bad things that are in the world, it started from Genesis. (laughs) There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Galatians 6.14 But God forbid 
that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, many of you have pride in things. Your car, your husband, your wife, your job, your race, your gender. Eh? They are feminists and they are chauvinists. Yeah. Yeah, tribe. People are tribal. Yeah, nationality. Yeah. Yeah. People feel that they are educated. They've gone to school. Even this type of, the, the type of school some people went to makes them proud. A, we have been to their school. And people have been to other schools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God forbid that I should glory. Be careful the things that you boast yourself in. Can see somebody and say, look at the person's dark face. Hey. Dark face. Hmm. They call they call us the dark continent. Dark continent. God has created heaven uh, uh, the light, uh, night uh, and day. And everywhere in the world, the moon shines and the sun also rises. But there is a continent that is called the dark continent. As if the moon doesn't appear, the sun doesn't appear. Yeah. Yeah. They, take, they say when they take the shots from space, they see that Africa, we don't have light. I think that those pictures are in the night. And it's true. If you see the space pictures, you see that in the night, you see that Europe, Asia, and the Americas, they have light. But Africa... <laughs> Now work cash power is finished. <laughs> the dark continent. Hey! <laughs> eh? There is one world, but Africa is called the third world. We don't know the second world. We know only the first world and the th- not even second. World. We are third. I tell you, there's a gap. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah. So, you see, I'm talking about what people take pride in. Yeah. You can have a car, but you realize that your car is not the car. Yeah. Some people have cars. And when, you, when they talk about the car, you know that, yes. Yeah. You can have a home, but you can't easily be inviting people to their home because it, it, it's not the place you, you, you... Yeah. But some people glory in things. My home. My car. My dress, my designer closet. Hey! I mean, you know. But it says, God forbid that I, I should glory, but save in the cross of our Lord Jesus. If there is anything that you and I must be proud of, it is one thing. The cross of Jesus Christ. By whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. You see, it simply means that your relationship with the Lord opens your understanding to the fact that, look, this world, eh, thank God if you have a nice car, if you have a beautiful wife, nice children, obedient children, you eat good food, eh, you, you, uh, you have health, you don't go to the hospital by heart, you, don't ha- you, you are not on medication throughout your life, you can eat anything and not react. You know, thank God for all these things. But if 
if all these things play out in your life, everything is clockwork, never stops, moves, you are comfortable. It doesn't mean that when it ends, that's how it's going to continue. Remember, Jesus Christ gave a story. It's, it's not a parable. He told a story of Lazarus and the rich man. And he said that this rich man fed sumptuously. I mean, a rich man ate, eats well. He ate good food and wore fine linen, nice clothing. And I'm, they didn't talk about shoes, but of course. Yeah. Some people, when they look at you, the first they look at his shoes. I remember a lady saying that, we, we introduced a guy in the church to the lady. And the lady told other friends that, I don't think he's serious because his shoes tell much about his, his. I don't know who told the woman that a man's shoe is a mirror of his brains. Hey! <laughs> hey, you want to see, if you want to measure somebody, you look at a person's shoe. Hey! Are you looking for a mason? I, I don't know what you are looking for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who taught the woman that thing. <laughs> God help us. Okay, we are still preaching. Be here, be here, be here. Yeah. So, even though this rich man was living large and enjoying life, you see, when it ended, it ended with death. And as for death, look, all of us will die. Poor people die, rich people die. Sometimes it doesn't matter when your time comes. You see? Yeah. It will all end. Me, I say that I don't think I want to be here and be 150 years old. Huh? I mean, in the days of Methuselah and things, 900 and something, what will you be doing for 900 years on this earth? Huh? In this time. Eh? We want to go. We are ready. It will end. And, and the important thing is that, you see, when your time comes, there will be, a, there's a transition. You, you see, when you get to the bus stop, eh, is it bus station? Bus station. You have a destination. You have a destination. Yeah. Yeah. You bought towards your destination. But you see, this place, it is not you who will determine. There is a Lord who has taken account of everything that you have done. And he will determine the yeah, whether you have to board the underground train or you have to board the flight. <laughs> yeah. He will determine. Station master. He will determine whether you are boarding first flight and taking off. Or you will be in the coach. First class coach in the uh, 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 train and underground, subway. Go down. Yeah. So, you, we have to be careful. Not just, you see, don't feel that this earth has been created by God so we have to enjoy so you see young people, you don't feel accountable and you don't feel that somebody must even correct 
and lead you. You want to have boyfriends. You want to have girlfriends. You want to go for parties. You want to enjoy your body. It's like you are not living your life based on somebody's terms. I'm living my life on my own terms. You got terms? All right. You got terms? Let's look at the Bible. What terms you got? First John. John, 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 John. Let's go to First Corinthians first. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter six. Verse. Hey. Is it first Corinthians? Yep. First Corinthians chapter six. Let me read from verse number probably maybe thirteen, I think. To help us. Thirteen. Okay. Meat for the belly and belly for the meat, but God shall do first Corinthians six thirteen. Okay. Go to verse fourteen. But go and read the whole first Corinthians six. And God hath raised from from verse fourteen, eh? Okay. And God hath raised both uh raised both uh, and God hath both raised up the Lord and also raised up as by his own power. Verse 15, that's what I'm looking for, I think. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? You see, when you think that you got to do what you got to do to feel happy, and you, you don't answer to anybody. You don't live by anybody's terms. You are not here to prove yourself to anybody. But to yourself. Brother. Sister. Know ye not. That your body. They are the members of Christ. It means the bodies that you, the part of the bodies or whatever, everything belongs to God. That's right. Did you create your hand? No. Do you know how it grows? No. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an halot? Yeah, no, no, read. This is the Bible. Raw. Don't turn yourself into a harlot, or don't don't have fellowship with harlotry. Don't pollute the body. Don't throw yourself and and think that you can do anything. It's my body. It's your body. Yes, you created it. That knows you created it. Tell me which part of your body you created. Eh? Eh? Which of this body you have belongs to you? Is it yours? Okay. 
Verse 16. Let's read. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. You see, when we talk about harlots, uh, the only thing that comes to your mind is like a man visits a woman or whatever. All right. Well, that's one. But the deeper meaning is that anything that God doesn't approve of you to do, when you engage in it, you are engaging in harlotry. You are a profane. It is, it is like, don't, don't become a profane person. Don't do things that, you see, some of us, listen to me, many people who don't want to submit to anybody, deep down, at the back of their mind, they know there's always an inner witness in us that tells you what is right and what is wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Because by the way we, we were created, we know what is good and what is wrong. That's why you don't teach children how to lie. They learn it. It's inside. Yeah. We make choices. Jesus Christ, uh, um, um, uh, Isaiah chapter 7 verse 16 or so, it says, butter and honey shall he eat so that when he grows, he will choose good and not evil. Because, you see, when you are born as a child or a baby or whatever, when you grow, you have to make choices. And normally, you see that many of the things that we are told not to do as young people, those are the things that we like to do, to experiment. If your mother tells you, hey, there's a drink in the fridge, nobody should drink it. When she leaves, that's the one you drink. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the danger is even to tell you not to do something. You want to do it to find out what will happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that. You see, that's how sin is, because when God created Adam and Eve and put them in the midst of the garden, they knew no sin, and they were supposed to enjoy everything. And God said, "Don't eat this one." And you see what they were given to eat. They didn't finish eating it. They, they, they were never hungry. They were in the midst of the garden created by God with a lot of things to eat in a day that they couldn't finish eating. And that little thing that God said, don't eat, is that same thing that they went for. So, you see, sometimes the fact that we are told not to do something becomes a hindrance to us. The fact that you know that I shouldn't do this, there is, a, there is a strong fight and an edge to do that very thing to see what will happen. We call it adventure, but it is sin. Yeah. All of us who have children, if you tell them what they shouldn't do, that's what they will do. Sometimes there are some things if you don't tell them, they won't do it. <laughs> But the fact that you tell them, don't do this. That's exactly what they will do. Yeah. That's the struggle in this body. Yeah. Hey. All right. Go back to um, 1 Corinthians. 
six. Where are we? All right. Verse 17, please. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Anybody who decides that my whole body, my soul, and my spirit belongs to the Lord, you are one with the Lord. And that's how we should be. Verse 18. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. Now, you see, some of us have hatred in our hearts. You hate somebody. It is not a sin of the body. It is a sin of the spirit or the soul. And the soul that sinner shall die. So it's not only the body that goes into torment because of sin, but the soul also is punished for harboring evil. For if you have, if you have hatred against your brother, you are a murderer. You may never have picked a knife or a gun to stab or to shoot at somebody you hate. But the, the conception of hatred in your soul, in your mind against that person is, is regarded as evil. It's a sin. You have committed it. So there are sins of the soul that we don't see. Some of you are very jealous of people. Gossip. Slanderous. Liars. A liar, when a liar is walking, you don't, you don't see the, liar, the lies on the body. But when you go and fornicate, sister, we will see in front of your stomach. Right now. I'm not talking about those who are married. Those who are married, they have the right to become pregnant. Well, you are not married. Flee fornication. Because you see, every sin that a man doeth is without a body, but he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. And we have been told that know ye not that your body is for the Lord, it is for God. It belongs to the Christ, it belongs to Christ. So you can't use it the way you want to. You see, it's just like you have you've got a job. When you have a job, eh? They give you uh, 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock or whatever time based on their terms you are supposed to be at work. What it means is that those times at work must be devoted to the things that you are doing at work. If they find that you, instead of being here, you are somewhere doing other things, they, they, they take offense. People lose their jobs because they are unfaithful. It's like the time that we are paying you for, you are using it for other things. So if God has given you this body for a purpose, eh, present this body as a living sacrifice, you have not given the body to the Lord. You have given it to Musa. You have given it to Bojan. You have given it to Bubaka. You are giving it around. Brother, the head of a man is the Lord. And God expects us to lay our bodies before the Lord. To present ourselves before the Lord. But you are, you have spread yourself among the women. Yeah. You belong somewhere. He that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. Why do you want to do evil against your own self? 
you see, that's why some people sometimes you some people blame witches, wizards, witchcraft, other spirits for destroying their lives. Fornication is one of the easiest doors for contamination. When you sleep with somebody, there's an exchange of spirits. Because you see, all of us, our families, there are things in it. That's why when you are marrying, you, you, you come, we pray, and we bind you together. And whatsoever God puts together, no man can put asunder. It's a spiritual covenant that takes away curses. Takes away, because there are curses, there are things that we don't see and can't understand with our eyes. And the only, the only thing that can make you see those things is look at your family. Look at how things are. When you see that people, your sisters can't marry. Beautiful girls. No man wants to. It's like, ah. They are just giving birth. As if they are checking uh, layers. Is it layers? Yeah. Laying eggs. Yeah. Beautiful girls. You see, nobody, when you, you come from a home where nobody wants to go to school. Nobody wants to work. Everybody is proud. You can't correct people. Young people, you can't be corrected. And your parents also don't it's like they've left you. And the only thing they, they think you are good for is hey, marry, 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 marry. They don't care who you are marrying. They don't know the person's vision. They, they don't care. It's a, 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 there is something. As you are walking around, and you, brother, you, because you have your body, you just have a rest. You think that it's for you. It's not for you. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. You... you Contaminate your life for the rest of your years. Sometimes one person you sleep with, you, the dreams you start having, you, you, you can't even imagine. Yeah. Verse 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? Amen. Do you know that the Holy Spirit lives anybody here who has ever said I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in his death. And I believe in his resurrection. I believe in the shedding of his blood to wash away my sins. And I confess Lord, the Lord Jesus as my personal savior. And I receive forgiveness of all my sins. Immediately you have ever said that prayer in your life, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within you. And the Holy, it is called the Holy, he is called the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And you must keep that body holy. Right before God. Yeah. Don't think that you can do anything anyhow. When you see people who have given their lives to Christ and they are in the church and they continue fornicating, they continue living, it's like, hey, they don't care. There is no shame. I say the world glorifies sin. You know, you know there are some there are some countries. Eh, if you are a woman and you want to rise politically or something, and you have a child, you don't have a husband. Forget. Doesn't matter how educated and it is. A, it is an albatross. You will not be respected because they don't want to give the generation that impression that it is okay for you to just give birth. That's not it. They, they believe in the values of family. It's like a child must be brought up under the proper 
ordinance where a man and a woman has married. Yeah. Yeah. What? Know you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. If today you don't understand anything, please, this one, pray that you understand it. You are not your own. Amen. You are not entitled to your, to your fleshly desires. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. You see, when you ever, when you ever walk on the road and you have your bag around you quietly with your phone, then somebody comes to you and points a knife or a gun at you and says that, bring your bag, takes your bag and runs away. You feel defiled. The person has done something wrong. Is that not so? We don't glorify such people. Yeah. He felt that he's entitled to your phone and the contents in the, uh, uh, the bag. And he has come for it. It doesn't make him right. You see, that evil that you detest, when you also wake up and you feel like having sex, and you just go and do it, you are just like that person. You and that person, there is no difference. Only that your own is not robbery. Your own is fornication, sin in the body. Sometimes we, we are quick to point out other people and, and leave ourselves as if we are okay. No. you want a marriage, take your time. You don't destroy somebody's marriage to get yours. You want a job, you don't destroy somebody's job. You want a house, you don't destroy somebody's house. Anything you want, you have to do it the right way. But the world likes to do things in, in, in the evil way. A marriage is between a man and a woman from the ordinance of God. There's never a man and a man. Yeah. Yeah. It is when we 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 deny ourselves the fear of God. It is like we make the wrong thing accepted. That's when you see that we have put away the suffering of Christ. What the cross meant that a man must be able to deny himself of sinful pleasure. All of us, we, 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 we may have done things in the past that were wrong, but we shouldn't continue. Or we have the potential to do things that are wrong tomorrow, and we should fight it. That's why the Holy Spirit gives us the spirit of self-control. It is the fruit of the Spirit. It is given to you. You are given birth spiritually. You have the ability to say that I deny myself of this edge. Yeah. Uh, recently, uh, um, a guy who at the age of 14 killed a four-year-old cousin. Yeah, 14 years. He killed his four-year-old cousin. And he was sent to prison for 28 years. He, I mean, he was given life. But because of good behavior and his change and acceptance and all that thing, it's like they, they went through several parole boards and uh, whatever it is and reviews and decided that look after 28 years they want him to come back into society yeah 28 years in prison and i was watching the documentary he's he was asked what what made you kill your four-year-old 
He said he was sitting there and something just told him that, do it. So it was a feeling. He, he wanted to know how it was like. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's how evil is. Sometimes when something just occurs, let me do this. Don't be free. So a spirit can tell you, go, go to this boy's room and, 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 and go and seduce him. It's not every man who is like Joseph in the Bible. Yeah. Some of us are like Samson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's called Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not Moses. Even Moses, he said that nobody should marry a foreigner. He, he saw an Ethiopian woman. He couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> Ethiopian women are very beautiful. Hey, even up to today, one of the most beautiful women in the world are from Ethiopia. I'm telling you, if you go there, you have to pray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So don't, you see, don't allow your edges. There are things that speak to us, there are spirits that minister to us evil, sin. That's why sometimes some people do things and say, I regret. I'm sorry. You see a guy who comes to you, he's looking at you, telling you you are beautiful, I like you. He doesn't have money, but all the money he has, he's giving it to you to give you the impression that he loves you. No, something is telling him that he should sleep with you. And the moment you become pregnant, I'm sorry. That I'm not ready. It's a mistake. Then they ask you, why didn't you protect yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, it should enter. Don't don't do things when you just you see you, you feel like not coming to church so you won't come. I, I don't feel like going to work. Look, all of, how many of you work? How many of you work tomorrow? Tomorrow, how many of you we wake up and, okay, I'm telling you, I'm giving you advice. Tomorrow, when you wake up, you see, their body, most of the times when you wake up, there's, there's a, a desire and a feeling not to step out. So tomorrow, when you wake up, listen, and, and you have the feeling that you shouldn't go anywhere, sleep. Yes, it's good advice. You don't like this advice? Ah, I'm giving you good advice. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you are afraid to lose your job. Because your body is not yours. So somebody owns you, and you know that you are accountable. You know you are accountable. So you will deny yourself of that thought and that voice that tells you sleeps more. Or today don't go to work. Um. Okay. Don't go in the morning. Go at twelve o'clock. But you see, we cannot do it for people we feel we are accountable to. But we do it to the Lord because you don't feel that you are accountable to him. Yeah. 
understand why when you wake up, you, you, you can... You see, if you are going to work tomorrow, and even there's a party that you have been invited to, you'll be mindful of the fact that I have to go and sleep yeah. so that I can wake up early and go to work. But you, you are coming to church tomorrow. You will finish the party at 6 o'clock. And by 8 o'clock, you, you have changed gear. You have climbed uh, Mount Nafajato. You're sleeping. You are on a hill far away. Yeah. When they slap, you can't even hear. Yeah. You wake up at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Then it's like you're trying to find something to eat and whatever. Yeah, on a Sunday morning because you don't feel accountable to the Lord. Knowing not that your body belongs to the Lord. You are a temple and you have put the temple in another coven. You have carried this body. You have presented it to another God. You have given your body to another oracle. You are serving it, but to the Lord whom you belong, you don't. No. You have not understood it. You have not understood it. You love the world and the pleasures in the world. There is, there is, you see some of you, when you have a feeling that you have to do something, nothing stops you. Even when you hear God speaking to you, you will deny every spirit of counsel. Yeah, that's how some people are. What suits you? What suits you? You are led by your own instincts. Continue. You see that you are, you'll be confronted with demons and you realize that when it comes to demons, eh, you can't, it is not by might nor by power. It is by the spirit of God. It is not to him that willeth nor runneth, but it is by God who showeth mercy. When God does not help you to overcome demonic things, I'm telling you, they will live and dominate your life forever. And you are in bondage. You see that what you thought was freedom is actually bondage. Yeah. It's a deception. If you're not careful and you don't make a choice and decide that my life is for God, my time is for God, my energy is for God, you feel that when somebody is calling you and pulling you to come to church, they are putting pressure on you. As for these people, when they get up, that's all they think about. Yeah. 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 You are wiser than the things of God. Hmm. Ah, number two. Number five. So, number four says that the cross releases power that enables people to crucify the world to themselves. You can't say that, you see, everybody who is confronted with the things of the world, parties, enjoying life. Me, I know how to enjoy. Nobody here doesn't know how to be happy. I also know how to be happy. But there are things that have, they are dead to me. Some people can travel from here and go for a party in Senegal. Yeah. You see, it shows that you love, you love your body. But if, if I'm going to Senegal, I'm going for a crusade. Let's go. Hey, pastor. Yeah, I'm going to go to Senegal for a, a, a convention after Easter. Anybody wants to come, should come. Yeah. Find your, find your own ticket, uh, your, your transport. Because when you are going for your parties and for your weddings and for your things, you pay your, yourself. Don't say the church will pay for you. You see, we don't make sacrifices for the things of God. People go and watch sports. 
they cross and go and watch sports or they go for festivals they go for things that gratify the body as they are going they are going to get drunk they are going to eat a lot they are going to have sex they are going to chill and that's it and they go the money they carry by the time they are come the money is finished yeah and they come and start another cycle that's how people love the world but not Christ number 5 Cha, 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 cha. Look, 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 let me give you this scripture and then we Galatians 1 4. Galatians 1 3. Start from 3 or something. I have 15 minutes to finish. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 4. Who gave himself for our sins. Listen to this one. That he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. This world belongs to the the enemy, Satan. He's the God of this world. He has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the glorious gospel of Christ should shine on them. There is something about the truth in scripture. There is something about life that comes from God. Life is not about having boyfriends, having money, having girlfriends, having men who can pay anything you want. You can lose your phone right now and you call somebody and within an hour, the person will give you a nicer phone because you have thrown your body to that person. And you think that it's like you are, you are okay. You are, you are better off. You are better off than somebody who doesn't have even that type of phone that you have. No. No. There is evil. There's evil. And Christ gave himself for our sins. He knew no sin. That's why there is a cross. When you see the cross being carried and being lifted up and anywhere, it is because, look, that man who hung on the cross, he became a curse. That those first who are cursed will not suffer that shameful death, but we will also be redeemed by his blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Even if your father dies for you and labors for you, that's what they, whatever they leave for you can't bring you salvation. Your father can work and leave you money. It doesn't bring you salvation. Your mother can leave you every good thing in life. No, with their sweat and with their blood. But Christ when he left us, his blood gave us life. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly, not scantily. There's a deception. When you think that, look, you see sometimes when I see people who think that they are chilling, you go somewhere, you are taking pictures, uh, you, you have gone to a hotel, toilet, washroom in the toilet, uh, hotel, nice washroom, then you are taking selfies. <laughs> in the toilet and you are posting it that you are, you are living life are you not sick you are eating food in a restaurant some poolside then you take the picture with some chicken uh, grilled chicken in the middle with vegetables and, and chips and then coca-cola and orange juice and pineapple juice then you are taking a, uh, uh, and some music in the background then you take your phone and then uh, you are going around then selfie 
Then you post it. We are living the life. Life. And you, you say you are happy. You no, you are deceived. You are empty. You are empty. There are people who go to nicer places than you, they don't show it. You have gone to buy tokato, uh, uh, how do they call it? Secondhand clothes. You are you are wearing eh? Eh? for a jai. Fogajai. Fogajai. You have bought fugajai. Eh? Polish your face. Eh? Then you have posted it. Hey, God is talking to somebody. I don't know who you are. Point number five. I'm finishing in ten minutes. Number five. Taking up your cross will deliver, sorry, will enable you to enter into a new life of faith. And ministry. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes we are singing songs, but we don't understand the song. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. I know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 this scripture said I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me Sinaj, her testimony is that her life is in Christ. And the songs that God has given her, it is songs for the upliftment of the Holy Spirit and the exaltation of her spirit before God. The people understand what salvation means. And they, they make that sacrificial choices. Her life is, she doesn't sing in the club. She doesn't sing anywhere. Only church. She doesn't do, do shows for money or for fame. She's, she's not looking for fame. Yeah. God has, see, God has given her a name. Yeah. When you are singing the song, you don't understand it. Your life is nowhere near that person's lifestyle choices. You don't do anything with your life in church and for God. I work in miracles. I live a life of favor. I know who I am. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> you are dancing to the thing, but you see, it's not in your spirit. Too. That's why you are here. You have not given yourself to God. You don't do anything. Which miracle are you talking about? Which power are you walking in? Do you understand what it means? You have not been able to overcome your fleshly desires. And you are saying that I walk in power. Which power? Power to overcome sin. He has given us power to overcome sin. And to overcome the flesh. 
mortify the deeds of the flesh by the spirit that dwells in you. God help us. Anybody who is in Christ, you see, there's a new life that is waiting for you. And the new life means that new friends. New friends. I, I see Christians, church members, people say they are Christians. They, they don't have Christian friends. Wherever you go, there is nobody around you who is a Christian who can who can even pray with you. You can't even share scripture with anybody. There's nobody who can talk about God. You can talk about you have friends who can introduce you to married men who are who are lustful, old hearts, who only have money and pleasure at the back of their mind that people need their influence and their power, and they also need their body to gratify themselves, and they will pay. And you are falling into that circle. Hey, be careful. Young man, it's not about money. The things of the world, they bring deception. They bond and, and bring us down. We should be afraid of God, not the things of the world. If you, if you are here and you are wearing tattered clothes, please, See how mad people are walking happily. <laughs> no. You don't think about clothing, shelter, quality water, quality food. But sometimes they are even healthier than you. What do they eat? If you eat in one day, you will find yourself in the hospital. It should tell you something about life. You are proud. You think that you have worn nice clothes. You eat nice things. You have an expensive phone. Your hair. You are flipping it. Borrowed hair. (laughs) If you have not embraced the life of Christ as a Christian... And you have no time for God. You have no time for anything. You don't do anything in the church. You don't do anything for God. Ask yourself, you are, are you in Christ? Being in Christ is not coming to church once in a while. Getting a job is not, it's not that your name is on a payroll. If they don't see you uh, for one month, they still pay you. Does it work that way? So you think that your name is in the register of the church and as for God, he's a fool. Your boss is wiser. As for your boss, if you don't go to work once uh, 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 for one week, you'll be penalized. You may even lose your job. As for God, he's a fool. So if you don't come to church, he will still bless you. God understands. No, you don't have a new life in Christ. You don't have a life in Christ. You're not working by faith. 
Yeah, you are still living in the evil pleasures of your sin and of your life and laziness and lack of understanding and respect and reverence for God. It's never your guide. You have not embraced Christ. I am crucified with Christ. I am dead to the things of the world, but I am alive with the Lord. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but the life which I now live. I don't live it at the pleasures of my friends or at the pleasures of my parents or at anybody's pleasure, but I live it at the expense of the Lord who loved me and gave himself for me. I serve him. I follow up people. I pray to him. I wait on him. I come to him every day. I belong to him. That's the testimony. I live for him. Yeah, I live for him. Yes, Bishop. I, I don't just feel that I'm doing somebody a favor if I come once in a month. You're not serious, my brother. Don't joke with God. Can you ever say that, look, you, ha- you have gotten a job. When they did the interview, you were the best candidate. They've employed you. And for three months, you have not gone to work. But they, have keep it, they are keeping you on the payroll and sending your money into your account. You think that the boss is a foolish man? No. Who will do that? How do you treat God that way? How do you say you walk in the Lord, but you don't have time for him? You don't come to him. Neither do you even pray in your room. Your room is made, is filled with evil spirits. You are listening to worldly music. You are listening to worldly things. Your, 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 your conversations are, are pleasurable, sinful, lustful. And you think that Christ, Christ has put you on the payroll. He's giving you something. Somebody is paying you for what you are doing. It's the devil. You, you see, God, <laughs> look. last one I want to end the cross why we must embrace or why we must um, take up our cross last point for today the cross creates an unusual group of people Titus chapter 2. Let me start from verse 12. Go to verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Verse 13. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 14. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Now, let me, let me talk about this scripture. When you are saved, it is the grace of God that appeared. And as for grace, it is given to humble people. For God, God giveth grace to the humble. Anybody who is saved, you, 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 you receive God at a point of humility. 
you accepted that you are a sinner. You accepted that you need forgiveness of sins and you confess the Lord. That's how come his grace found you. For grace is given to the humble, not to the proud. Now, after you have, you have humbly accepted Christ, what happens is that it goes on, the grace goes on to teach you unto godliness, denying ungodliness. Do you understand? And worldly lust, the things that we do that are not right. God's grace teaches you. That's why you are in the church and you are hearing things that you should stop. And you are being taught things that you should do. Because there is a day that we will appear before God and our Lord Jesus Christ, that glorious day when we'll give account of our body. But Christ wants us to come boldly appearing before the throne, giving account and saying, you gave me one talent. I've been able to be faithful. I have one more talent. You gave me two. I've added two. You gave me this. I've been that. We will give account. And he wants us to appear boldly before the throne of grace. Do you know why? As he has done that on here, on earth here, he has given his life to us so that we will not just be here walking as if we don't know what to do. But we will be what? Zealous. He said, he gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity. There are things that you should not be doing that you are doing. That's iniquity. The sin of iniquity. And God wants us to move away from all such things and purify unto himself, you and I, a peculiar people zealous of good works. You see, when you see me standing here and I'm talking about Christ and I'm talking, I can also be like any brother who wakes up in the morning and is looking for money. (laughs) Yeah. I could also be like any other person, but I'm talking about Christ because I know if today I die without having a a, a helicopter or having a private jet or having a a Rolls Royce Phantom or having a a whatever dream car that I want or whatever it is that you you think you you have to have before you you become happy. Going to Hawaii for holidays, all these foolish dreams that you have. If I die today without going to all those places, brother, I have a better inheritance. And as I am here, I have, I, have, I have been separated from the worldly lust. And I have denied ungodliness. I have denied the lust of this world. And I have embraced Christ. And I am zealous unto good works. I'm talking to you. If I speak to you, sister, I'm, if I visit you, I'm talking about Christ. Your relationship with Christ. I must come to tell you how beautiful you are when I see you in the church. Oh, man. You got it. 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 No, that's not why I'm coming to you. That's not what we are looking for. But you see, you are in a world where that's what boys say to you. Yeah. You have dressed to get a response that you are looking sexy. And when you hear it, it affects you. Yeah. 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 We are peculiar. We are strange. People will not understand. Young people, you should live life. I have a friend whose father used to say that, look, don't bring those your Christian uh, brothers into the house. I don't like this kind of hypo- hy- hypocrites in my house. Yeah. He, he's happy when his children have boyfriends, girlfriends coming in and out, having parties in the house. That's how it is. Yeah. 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 A father. A father. Not a friend. A father. 
leading his children. But his son stood up and chose Christ. And, and today, he's the best of all the children. All the other ones have scattered. Every, from a rich family, his, his, his wealth has been scattered. Everything he had just withered away, even before he died. And his only son, his, the son who took up Christ, is now the one who shines amongst them all. Yeah, he's the one who shines amongst them all. He looked strange. He appeared odd. They laughed at him. But look, <laughs> sometimes you, you, you may not understand. When you see people who love the world and they are enjoying, and it's like you don't have anything, you are asking yourself, hey, this Christian life is boring. No? You don't come to church. You don't have a relationship with the Lord. Because you see, David also had that problem. And the Bible says, he said, I, I, I went into the sanctuary. Then understood I their end. He said, why is it that the people who don't bow to you, why is it that the people who don't pay sacrifices, and why is it that the people who don't come to you and live in a certain way, they seem to have life, they seem to be enjoying, then understood I their end. Then he felt sorry for them that, hey, it is better not to have anything on this world, in this world, and die in the Lord, than to have all things and perish. It is not a waste of time as we are here in the church. Let's be zealous, young people. Let's see when you have friends that you can you can call and organize and go for a party or a program and go out and chill. What you call chilling. And you can't do that zealously for church. You can't bring your friends to church. As you are coming, you don't bring your friends. And even if you have to bring, you have to bring friends who are Christians, not the ones who are... Because those ones, you don't want them to change. If they change, you won't enjoy life. You want to go back and, and, and dress the way they dress and go to the places they are going to. So you don't want them to change. You have kept them far away and the day they die, one day God will ask of you. I have a friend. I used to follow him. I did everything. He never came to church. I loved him. I was in the world with him. When he was one of the people that I, I followed up consistently until he died. Two years after his death, I had a dream. He was in hell. I tell you. I couldn't even tell anybody in his family up to today. His funeral was done in grand style. But he has gone to hell. Because he didn't die in the Lord. I used to, even at a point, there was a sister who lived close to them. He moved away from our area and went to live in the area. And a sister was close to her who was in the church. I said, whatever we did, he didn't come. And when he died, I, I, I never felt guilty. Yeah, I said, I did my best. I didn't know he was going to die at that age. I didn't know he was going to die at the age of, I think, when he died, was around 27 or 28. Yeah. They see what congenital heart failure, whatever it's like. A lot of things. Drinking, smoking, I mean, all kinds of problems. Breathing problems, lungs, whatever. Complications. Hey! And I could have also gone the same way. We don't have time. Don't joke with all, your life. We, we, we will give account. This body, you, you are here. That's why you see some of you, if, if you have to learn anything, learn from your mothers. If your parents sometimes tell you the truth, some of them were very proud, very stubborn. They didn't listen to anything. When they grew up, they realized they've made mistakes. They can't even tell you some of the mistakes they've made. 
Walk in the wisdom of God. When you embrace God's word and you are wise today, there are some things you will never regret tomorrow. I'm telling you. You spend time here in church, spend time for God, be zealously affected by good works. Talking to your friends about church, talking to people, not about the club, not about the party, not about you soon do, not about Walisek, not inviting and paying gate fee for people and dressing and dressing them and and organizing them and then you are going there you are there (laughs) it's a frenzy you see that you 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 go through all these things there's nothing that you have at the end of the day somebody has come to collect your money your thousand dollars your two thousand dollars in just five minutes that he has sung songs yeah you can't even give money to god you can't, you can't come to church and give even $100 as an offering. $200. But you pay a gate fee. $1,000. $2,000. $4,000. 3500 VIP. Yeah. Deception. Yeah. May our hearts be directed into loving God. And to denying worldly lust and ungodliness. You see, when God loves you, he tells you how your life should be. And many of us, if we consistently turn our ears away, you see that the day will come. You feel that you are not light. And it's not because you are not light. No. You have chosen to walk in evil. Many people get to a, a stage in their lives where they become depressed because they feel that nobody cares. No. When people were caring, you didn't care. When God was sending people who appeared foolish, and unintelligible. It's like you don't have anything to do. When I gave my life to Christ, one of my, my very good friend who became my assistant, his auntie used to say that, this is your friend who doesn't have anything to do. He's coming to pick you. Yeah. The everyday church, church. And his children, my, my friend was living with his auntie and the auntie's children were in America. And he, he, she felt that we were going to church. Yeah. We, 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 are, so we are fools. We don't have anything to do. That's why young people, instead of you to go and look for a job, every day you are going to. That's what, what, that's what she used to tell my, my cousin. Meanwhile, at a point, now my cousin was the one who was looking after her. Sometimes when she asked, oh, hey, hey, I went to the hospital today, gave me some medication. Can you help me small with the, uh, 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 money to uh, buy the uh, prescription? Call your, the children don't mind her. One day, one day she, called, she called my friend and said, pray for your uh, cousins. Pray for your cousins. It's like Satan has taken over them. said, me, I'm, I'm a mother. I'm calling them. They say they don't have time. They will call me back. And one week they have not called me. Uh-huh. A mother. You are calling your children in America. I say, mommy, I'll call you back. One week they haven't called back. And they have things to do. The, those of us who are around, who didn't have anything to do, you have come to us. Yeah. I remember one day, she was not well. My friend told me, let's go and pray for her. We, we, I said, Charlie, oh, as we pray, come and see her. Amen. Amen. Hey. You're receiving it. And she got, she got her healing, I'm telling you. Yeah, she got her healing. Her legs, her knees were so sick. I can't even climb the stairs. So her room was upstairs. She said, I have, I have made the guest room available. To I don't climb the stairs again because my knee. We prayed for her. She was healed. She moved back upstairs. 
Yeah. There is something oh, about Christ, about this life. It's peaceful. It's pleasurable. Yeah, there is a wisdom that descended not from here. It's, it's, <laughs> Satan can deceive people to feel that. Coming to church, young people, older people going to church plenty is a waste of time. It is never a waste of time. It is rather a fulfillment of a life. If you have found Christ, embrace him well. Find yourself doing something. Look at all these young people singing in the church. Look at these people dancing. Some of them as they are going here, some people too are going here, but they are happy. That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's better here. It's better here. It's better here. One day you see them, you'll be surprised. You look at them as if they don't have anything to do. Look at them. As you are seeing them here, I believe in them. Hey! These ones, they are for signs and wonders. You'll be there. Walk in your pride. Go into your world. Enjoy your pleasures. One day you turn back and you see this person and say, Is that you? Yeah, because many of us who, who, who stayed in the church, who grew in the church and gave ourselves to God, all our friends, they look at us and say, Charlie, you are forced. Amen. You see, when I hear those things, I'm not proud. You are, are forced what? This is the life. The truth is before you. Which one will you choose? Will you choose deception or you will choose the truth? Many of us follow deception. Stay in the church. Stay in the church. It will preserve your life. It will give you a better life. A better hope. Your life will be better preserved. When you have money and you throw it into the world, you have to see that something is after you. Something is after you. You have nothing to show but pleasures. Keep on taking selfies. And going to hotels. Yeah. Restaurants. Washrooms. And, and standing in front of the mirrors and, and taking 360 degree pictures, you, you, then you upload it. You are a shameful person. Yeah. And, and you think that you, 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 are, you, are, you are a better person. You are enlightened. You are taking pictures in toilet and uploading it. You are enlightened. Yeah. Just small food that you are eating. You are showing it to the world. Ah, yeah. Upload. Some people, I'm sure even the food is not. The, they, uh, this is my breakfast. Then you upload it. This is my lunch. Then I upload it. This is my. Why? <laughs> the prince of the air cometh, but have nothing in me. You see, this is a testimony of Jesus. Let us not put ourselves under the pressures of social media. You want to also show people that you too, your statuses are uploaded, your, your Instagram page, whatever it is. Me, I don't know these things. Yeah. yeah. Two days ago, somebody sent me a message. Oh, you watch my status. I said, me, I watch your status. I'm sure my children were using their phone and they were watching. Me, me I, don't, I don't watch people's status. I don't have time for status. I don't upload my, my status. I don't check that place. If you see that I have appeared as watching your status, somebody has watched it on my behalf. Yeah. 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 I, I have to follow you. Follow you where? Are you a star? 
so that you go to a, 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 a restaurant a, a, and take pictures and upload. Or you dress and go and stand by some nice gardens and, and put up smiles. No, you are not happy. Pretend to the world that you are living life, but you are lost. I'm not enticed by certain things. I don't follow people on Instagram and whatever. Go to my Instagram page. It's blank. Facebook. Nothing they happen. Every day I'm told, Charlie, do something. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. The prince of the air cometh, but have nothing in me. I have nothing to prove. The only thing that I will stand by is the thing. So if you see, the only things I post, church things. Which we go to nice places, which we, 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 we enjoy, which we have life. Eh? Small air condition that you are putting in your room. You take a picture. Wah. Then you upload it for people to see your AC in the corner. Rural, rural chief. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, this is all time will allow us. May God give you grace and understanding in all things. Stand to your feet, everybody. Mm. We'll share it next week. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord, somebody. Speak to God. I, I believe that God has spoken to somebody. Speak to him. Talk to him. You have been saved for a reason. Your life means something to the Lord. He did all this for a reason. And tonight, uh, this morning, you have to pray that you will never live your years in futility. And that at least for the rest of your years, you'll be pleasing to the Lord. That your choices and the things that you find yourself doing will be accepted and will be the things that God will approve of. Move away from worldly lust. Move away from competition. Move away from the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. The pride of life. Going to places just to show off. Having things just to feel good. No. We are better than that. We are better than that. There's an emptiness and a vacuum in this world with these treasures. But there is life in Christ. Let's find him first. Let's be at peace with him first. And all things fall in line. You will understand why you have money. You will understand why you have privileges. You will understand why you are blessed than others, uh, somebody else. You will understand why you even look better than somebody else. It will humble you. It will not bring pride. If God is put first, everything he gives you is used to give him glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Help us. Father, help us. We thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Speak to him. Yes. Let it be a prayer. Search me through and through till my heart be Come.
a home for you. Come and make my heart your home. Come and be everything I am and all I Search me, search me through and through. Let him set you my heart. He comes his song come and be thank you jesus i am and all i know yes lord oh such me such me through and through till my heart become father we are grateful and we thank you touch us lord Strengthen and renew us. Make our hearts your home. And have your way in our lives. We thank you. In Jesus name. Every eye closed. Everyone standing. Nobody moves. If you are here this morning. Somebody invited you. Or you came here on your own. And in your heart you know you are far from the Lord. And you feel that God has spoken to you this morning. And you want to take a decision and say, Lord, I'm giving my life to you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Say, Pastor, I want to surrender to the Lord. I want to give my life to the Lord for he has been good to me. If you are like that, lift up that hand right now. Let us pray with you. Lift it up. Let us pray. Lift it up. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it up. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Don't walk on this earth never surrendering to the Lord. Don't feel that being in a church is all you need to go to heaven when it is over. No. Marvel not. Jesus said that I say unto you, a man must be born again. For if you are not born again, ye cannot enter the kingdom of God. If you don't give yourself to the Lord and renew your relationship with him, you cannot. And he gives us the opportunity because he has shed his blood to wash away our sins. And when we believe in our heart and we confess that he is Lord, we receive forgiveness and we become sons who are born in the Lord through the blood of Jesus. If you want to give your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Touch our hearts. Give us strength for our years and help us to live righteously 
and out of sin and sinful lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated.